This is James Montgomery, and this is everything that is primarily pro football talk. So, my first episode, as promised, is going to be NFC East discussion. Like I said, I don't need to break down every single team, player by player, coach, all this. But we can kind of generally, in a 30-minute window, have a fun discussion and ultimately, I'm going to have people on here. Like, I'm just going to start off with myself. Um, I got a lot to say about the NFC East, the debacle that is the NFC East. Now, this podcast came to me. I was inspired because I was watching the Eagles play the 49ers on Sunday. And I, I don't smoke, but that day I was grilling outside and my brother at his house has this thing. Where he smokes a cigar while he's grilling. Okay. Thought it'd be kind of fun to smoke a cigar and grill in the afternoon. It was a Sunday. And I did. Later that night, the Eagles are playing the 49ers, right? We don't even... Honestly, the game was so unintriguing because of how bad the Eagles were playing. And the Niners have so many injuries, right? This is week four. I think that was week four. Yeah. We're going into week five tomorrow. This is a Saturday. So... I couldn't stop laughing. And I think it had a little to do with the nicotine in the cigar, right? But the matchup between the Eagles that night and the 49ers, like, I'm not kidding. We, we watched a movie the first half, and then the second half we decided to put the game on. I was all, it's 8-7. It's 8-7. to seven. <laughs> it's eight to seven. This is a good game. Let's watch it. And I couldn't stop laughing because, and I'll tell you exactly why. The Niners... We're two and one, okay? Two and one. Their two wins were against the Jets and the Giants. And everyone that follows the NFL knows that the Jets and Giants are really bad. They have a combined record of 0 and 8 now. And if they beat the Eagles that night, they did not. However, if they did, the Eagles would have been 0 3 and 1. So the combined record of the teams they would have beat would have been 0 11 and 1 which I I couldn't I couldn't help but laugh because I was just and I was like giggling the whole night and my brother and his and his roommate were just like looking at me funny the whole time because I just thought it was so funny. I was like isn't this hilarious? Like they're going to be 3 and 1 if they win and all their wins are against bad teams. So that doesn't say anything about them, right? It, all, it actually speaks more volumes about Kyle Shanahan, which is a completely different argument. Kyle Shanahan can't win without Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay? I I need to pull up this stat. Okay? I, I'm going to pull up a stat. but We'll talk about the NFC West later. Okay? I'll pull up this stat later, but it's some ridiculous stat. When Jimmy Garoppolo is not playing, how bad Kyle Shanahan is. And everybody thinks he's really good. Let's keep in mind... He's really bad when Jimmy Garoppolo is not playing. Okay, moving on from them. We're talking about the Eagles. If the Eagles win the game, they're first place in the division. And that's not saying a lot because the Eagles look terrible. Anybody who's watched the Eagles the first three weeks, they look so bad. And Carson Wentz looks so bad. And I'm a big Colin Cowherd guy. I love watching. I love listening to Colin Cowherd. He loves Carson Wentz, but he was about to just ditch Carson Wentz. He was like... I think he's fatigued. I think he's mentally fatigued. <laughs> it was actually a really funny take, but I actually agreed with him. I was like, yeah, I think he is mentally fatigued. 
just from all the crap that has happened to him over the last few years, right? Over all this stuff that's happened, he is just worn out from carrying this team, right? And he's just playing terrible. So I was like, but if they win this game, all of that doesn't mean anything because they'll be in first place. So I start laughing. I'm laughing because it's like either way, it's going to be something funny, right? Either way, someone's going to win. It's going to be really funny, okay? And I think I think the Eagles winning are in first place right now. Now, the Eagles, in my opinion, should win the division. But secretly, I really want the Washington football team. Ron Rivera has cancer to win the division. Now, the key thing that Ron Rivera did is he benched Dwayne Haskins. And now... Anybody who knows pro football knows you need to develop young guys, right? You got to develop them, especially on a bad team. They just got to take the punches. They got to take the punches. They got to you got to find out if they can if they can do it for you or not, right? You got to find out. And so that was kind of like one of those decisions where you're like, but if you look at the division, they're right in the thick of winning the division. And I really hope that they do. Like that's do I think they will? No, I think the Eagles are going to find a way because I, I think the Cowboys, we'll talk about them in a sec. I think Mike McCarthy's outdated, legit outdated, and, and will not look in the mirror. Just doesn't look in the mirror. I, I hope he does. I, pr- I pray that Mike McCarthy looks in the mirror, Lord. Give him eyes to see. Amen. All right, so I pray I I, I do I, I really hope Mike McCarthy looks in the mirror and makes some really hard decisions, but even more than that, I pray for Jerry Jones, and I just ask you God that you give him eyes to see the turmoil he's created in Dallas community. God, just give him the eyes to see. Amen. Okay, I had to get that out because those guys. They drive me nuts. Like if if there's if there's a team that drives me nuts more, because I like the Cowboys. Like there's Cowboys haters and there's Cowboys lovers and there's no, not really in between. I'm kind of an in between Cowboys guy. Like I really like them, but their leadership is so bad. It is crazy. But again, we'll talk about them in a minute. The Eagles. I believe they're going to win the division. If I had to make a prediction, if I had to put money on it, I don't bet. But if I did, I'd bet that the Eagles won the division. Similar to last year, I think they're going to be like 7-8-1 or 6-9-1 if I had to make a prediction, right? I actually think – I really hope the Washington football team wins at like a 6-10 and 10 or a 7-9. I really do. Like I hope they find a way to get in because their defense is good. Kyle Allen doesn't make mistakes. They, can, they, could, they could get in and at least give a team a game. I think the Eagles would get blown out of the house, right, because injuries, which is crazy, all the injuries the Eagles go through. It's crazy. And I actually have this theory. I have this insane theory, okay? So I used to be a strength coach. I've had – in college, if you listen to my first my, my first episode, in college I had a really good strength coach, and we just lifted like crazy. We squatted like crazy. got super strong. And then I got this really bad strength coach later who – tried to it was basically p90x with weights okay it was just a really fast weight room and and there was no technique like our squats were quarter squats half squats no, no nobody cared right people squatted 500 pounds but it was like a quarter squat 
when there, the previous strength coach, it was like you squatted 500 pounds, it's because you got all the way down. You were legit 500-pound squat, right? 400 pounds, whatever. Whatever your squat was, legit, okay? I don't think pro NFL skill position, when I mean skill position, little guys, defensive backs, um, receivers, running backs are very limited with squats, I'm sure, but I, I know they squat a little bit. I can't I can't prove any of this, okay? So don't this is all just an opinion. This is this is nothing that I know, okay? But I actually don't think corners and receivers squat. I think strength coaches are so intellectualized that they actually don't see the value in squatting. Which is insane to me. It's insane because what squats do for you is they build up your legs and they build up your ligaments is the key. The ligaments are strengthened when you squat the full range. Ligaments are strengthened. And it helps your knee absorb impact more readily. There are so many injuries. And I know a lot of it has to do with the you know the, the preseason not being there. I know a lot. Of it, don't get me wrong. But to me, I'm just like, there are so many injuries. And, and it's primarily skill players, right? Primarily. Like, I, I mean, I know there's linemen out. I know, I know that kind of stuff. But it's primarily skill guys, and I really think it has to do with that. Which is, yeah, anyway. So the Eagles are just racked with injuries, right? And Carson Wentz has to carry him with, with I love Colin Cowherd's uh, lawn chairs and deck furniture. You know, where he's just like, he doesn't have anybody. He's, throw, he's throwing to like undrafted guys. You know, it's not like they're bad players, but they're 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 not high quality like guys, right? They're, they're not guys, I shouldn't say high quality. They're all really freaking good. But, and after playing in college on a really bad football team, those guys are really freaking good. Because you get there, like, I walked on and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go to the NFL. The minute you walk on the practice field in a Division One football team, you know right away you're not playing in the NFL. Like, you know immediately whether you're going to play or not any further than that. And I knew right away I was wrong. <laughs> and you get hit a few times and you know, like, these guys are legit, okay? And the, and this was on a – this was on a – I mean, I was on an average team when I started and we were went to bad – these guys are flying. These guys can run. They can hit. They can. Th- these guys are insane. Okay. And this was on a bad Division One football team. Imagine these NFL players are legit. Okay. So anybody who ever thought like they're like, oh, I play like so and so, I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. It's okay. It's okay. All right. So, I know you're a good athlete, but you're not them. Okay. Um. Anyway, so I know he's playing with good guys, but but it's like. He he he's not playing with a whole lot, right? He's he's got he's got a beat up old line, no receivers. Defense the the defense should be playing better, and I really hope that defense rises up to the occasion and they play better. Okay. Really, the Cowboys should win that division, but um, we're gonna move on to them now. The Cowboys are so messed up foundationally as an organization; it's insane. Okay, so you got okay, so you got Jerry Jones, right? Got the team back in '89, I think. Uh, I should, I should, I shouldn't just throw those out. I should know that stat, but anyway, Jerry Jones buys the team. He gets, I think, Tom Landry's there one season. He goes seven and nine, and Jerry Jones fires him after that season. And it was like, 
upheaval cuz cuz you know Tom Landry the the Cowboys dynasty in the 60s and 70s was like similar to the Patriots now it don't get me wrong the Patriots will, no one will ever do what they did so don't don't think I'm saying that they're the same cuz they're not okay however I think it's a second a distant second to what the Patriots did from 2000 to 2000 you know to to now right uh, they went to seven Super Bowls in the 60s and 70s. The Cowboys won two, lost five, right? They went two and two and five, went to seven Super Bowls, though, okay? Now, the Patriots went to nine, won six, lost three, okay? So, there's, I mean, it's a it's a vast difference, right? But to me, that's a distant second. You go, you go to seven Super Bowls. That's a lot of Super Bowls, okay? I mean, that's, that's, that's legit, okay? And he fires him, and... I'll always remember my dad was a Cowboys fan, and he never watched football again that day. He stopped watching football, never watched it again. Now, he, he'll he watch a game every once in a while, right? He might put it on on Thanksgiving or something, but he, he's, he's done. He stopped watching football because Jerry Jones fired Tom Landry, which is, you know, I, I feel like that's saying a lot. I feel like that's saying a lot, and I think that's where it started, right? Now, he, he did win three Super – I mean, the Cowboys did win three Super Bowls in the 90s. There was no salary cap. I'm not, you know, taking anything away from Troy Aikman and all the studs. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of studs on those teams. The O-line was good. Receivers, good. Running back, good. Emmitt Smith, good. You know, good coaching. Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer. You know, you got, you got a lot of good. So there's a lot of good. But there's something that happened to Jerry Jones. Something happened. He sold out the day he fired Tom Landry. Okay. He gets these good coaches, they and he runs them out because because he's trying to be more of a football guy. He's trying to understand. He thinks he knows the game so good, right? He just needs to just just chill, just just it's good. You don't need to you don't need to understand the game. You just pay everybody, right? Now everybody says that, right? Everybody says Jerry Jones just needs to pay everybody and step away, right? But he does. He does. And any Cowboys fan, I think, would agree for the most part, right, that he's too involved. But he he's, he hired so many coaches that, you know, Jason Garrett was there for 10 years, won two playoff games, never made it to a conference title. Like, there was a lot of just average since their, since the salary cap hit. Just average football, you know, just really freaking average. And Bill Parcells had a good had that good season with Tony Romo playing. And I really Tony Romo's good quarterback. I didn't like him when he was playing. I actually didn't like the Cowboys while Tony Romo was playing. But I like the Cowboys now. I really like Dak Prescott. I think he works hard. I think Zeke works hard. I think that old line works. Hard. I, I I think all those guys work hard. You know, like I I see that team. I don't see a lot of cockiness in that team. Like I see. I see just a lot of dudes that like playing football, and they work really hard. That's why I like the Cowboys. Um, and different from, like, T.O. and Des Bryant and guys that just kind of bug you. You know, I'm just kind of bugged. I'm just like, eh, I just don't really care. I'm just like, eh, you know. But <clears throat> I think Tony Rome's doing a great job with his with his uh, commentating. He's phenomenal. Just fantastic. He's the highest paid commentator there is now or something. Um, anyway, so Mike McCarthy is another one of these guys that, you know, he has a track record. He's won a Super Bowl. But 
if you notice, like his last two years at Detroit, at uh, Green Bay, he was seven and nine, got swept by Detroit for like the first time ever in Green Bay's history, right? Uh, I was a Detroit. I used to be a Detroit fan until they hired Matt Patricia, and then I literally minute. Actually, it was more had to do with them firing Jim Caldwell than it did have to do with fi- uh, hiring Matt Patricia, right? Um. So anyway, besides the point, the the. Lions sweep the Green Bay Packers, and that's, like, never happened, right? And he gets fired. He takes a year off, comes back. But if you notice, he didn't really change because when Aaron Rodgers was there, they didn't run the ball. They threw the ball a lot because Aaron Rodgers is very good, which isn't dumb, but there just was not a developed team around Aaron Rodgers. If you take a look at the Cowboys, you see the same blueprint in them four games in to his brand new career. It looks the exact same, and the team is not the same at all. Like Dak Prescott's chucking the ball, like Aaron Rodgers is chucking the ball, and you got is you just have better everything on the Cowboys than you did on the Packers like you you literally have everything you have a defense like how is that defense so bad like you have Demarcus Lawrence you have I think Robert Quinn's still there uh you got uh Jalen Smith now Van Der Esch I know is hurt um and I, I yeah their secondary is kind of atrocious but it's like I remember me and my buddy my buddy's a huge Cowboys fan he'll be on the show for sure and he for sure will be a biased Cowboys fan, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> that defense last year, I had them like in the top ten most of the season as a defense, and then you know slowly as the year went, you could just yeah they just kept kind of giving up points like crazy. But he is using like he hasn't changed. Like his teams haven't changed. Like the defense is just giving up points like candy, and. Like I said, I prayed for the guy a second ago. I hope that it turns around. And I hope that they rise to the occasion and win the division somehow. I don't know how, but they got to look in the mirror. And it starts with the owner and the head coach, right? Both of those two dudes need to look in the mirror and make some serious changes with themselves because it's reflecting in their teams, right? Mark Mike McCarthy was doing the same thing in Green Bay. He's doing the same thing here. Okay, so let's move on to Washington. So Washington, Ron Rivera benches Haskins, puts in Kyle Allen. Everyone's like, oh, what the heck is going on? <clears throat> he thinks he can win the division. I'll tell you that right now. And I hope he does. I pray, God, that you use the situation with him and his cancer to help them win this division. Because they're the only ones that... Well, the Eagles deserve to win, technically. Because of the coaching, quarterback. You know, they're just a better foundationally built team. But man, it would be a cool story if the uh, ex-Redskins Washington football team won. Amen. Alright. Prayed for them. Because everybody would be happy if Washington won the division. Because Eagles have already won a Super Bowl. Let's just be honest, like... And if they win the division again like they did last year, it would just be really boring, right? It would be way more fun to see Washington 
win the division and host a playoff game. Way more, in my opinion, that would just be way more fun. You watch, and then you watch those two defensive ends get after whoever there, and that defense played. Man, that would be fun. See, I I would have fun with that. I think everybody would have fun with that because the Eagles are gonna get like they're just gonna be racked with injuries. They're just gonna, they're, they just got problems, and it's not internal problems. It's just like stuff, and I think it has to do with not squatting, <laughs> which is kind of funny, but. Number two, Cowboys should have the team to win, but they don't deserve to win because they they're all messed up internally, right? They got ownership that doesn't even look at themselves. But Washington, the owner finally hires, like, I have so much respect for Ron Rivera, and, and we'll talk about a coach's list down the road because I got him ranked relative. I mean, he's in the middle of the pack in terms of coaching just because I have a ton of respect for Sean McDermott. God, Sean McDermott's so good. He's a good freaking coach. You want to talk about a coach who doesn't need a quarterback? Sean McDermott. Goes to the playoffs with Tyrod Taylor. Now, I do like Tyrod Taylor, but he's still like 23rd best in the world at what he does. Just ain't going to get it done. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, he might even be lower than that, actually. Um, Washington football team. Finally, the Snyder, the owner, hires a freaking coach. Who's a man, right? This dude's a man. Okay, Ron Rivera is a man. Let's just be, let's just get that on the table, okay? And he's got a defense, and he made a really ballsy decision to bench Haskins and put in Kyle Allen, who's not going to make a lot of mistakes and control the team, control the ball, and hopefully, I hope Alex Smith actually ends up quarterbacking that team in the playoffs. That would that would be cool. That'd be cool to see Alex Smith win a playoff game with Washington football team at home against like a, a Saints team or um, who else would be in that five spot. Uh, NFC is kind of wide open in terms of who's going to make the playoffs, in my opinion. So I think Seahawks are pretty much in. I think uh, that might be the only team that's pretty much – oh, the Tampa Bay Bucks I think are pretty much in. I know they lost the other night to the Bears, but I think oh yeah, Green Bay good Green Bay's freaking good. Yeah, they're in. They're in for sure. Green Bay and the Bears will probably make it. So it's like maybe they'll play the Bears. They could beat the Bears. Like if you saw Washington and, and Chicago play, Chicago's in Washington, you could see that game. You could see Washington winning that game, right? Okay. Like I, I just want to get that clear. That's that's that would be like a six that would be one of those old Alabama LSU freaking brawls where it's like nine to six. I could totally see that. That would be fun to watch. Anyway, besides the point, Washington really hoping and praying they actually win the division because they're the only team that really deserves to rise above all this nonsense. All above all of it. Anyway, that's what I that that's what I think. Giants. 0-4, Joe Judge. Interesting thing about Joe Judge. He's a Bill Belichick guy, right? If you notice, all of Bill Belichick's assistants, terrible head coaches. Terrible. Josh McDaniels goes 8-8 eight eight in his first season. He actually started off really strong. I think they were like 5-0 and or something. And then they ended up going 8-8, eight eight, missing the playoffs. And then the next season they went like four and twelve, and then they he was fired the following season. I think they ended up with like five wins with Tim Tebow, and then Tim Tebow had that really good season with John Fox the next year. 
So, well, it wasn't a great season, but it was, you know, they went 8-8, eight and eight, made the playoffs, beat the Steelers, right? Um, so, anyway, going back to the Giants, all of Coach Belichick's guys, no good at head coaching. Matt Patricia, awful, 10 wins, 11, 11 wins in three years. Uh, Josh McDaniels, really average, below average, right? Uh, Brian Flores, right now, he's not performing, but he's... I think he's going to be actually a good coach. Like I do. I think he's, I think, you know, he just has a bunch of, you know, like second, you know, lower draft pick players, right? He's just got, he doesn't have his, all the talent um, yet. I think he's going to be good. Um, all his guys, just really bad head coaches. Why? He's a genius. It's like having, Einst- have you ever heard of Einstein's, Pupils or like the people under him? Neither have I. I haven't. And why is that? Because when you're around a genius, it doesn't mean that you become a genius. It just means that you're around a genius. That's it. Okay. He and usually a guy who's that good at what he does, who's the he's the greatest football coach to ever walk the earth. Um, when there's a guy that good, he doesn't know how to explain how he's that good. Like I bet you he couldn't even like if I had him on here or if we if any of us went up and talked to him, I don't think he could explain to you why he's so good. I don't. I don't think he could. So I don't think he can tell other people either. So that's just what it is. Right? Um I mean he has these he probably has these theories and these logics and all this stuff that he can tell people, but he just knows things that nobody else knows, and that's just what it is. And you just gotta accept it. Now, a guy like Andy Reid, if you look at all his coaches, now he's and they even say that he's a teacher, right? He's a teacher. He teaches them how to be good coaches. All of his understudies, studs. John Harbaugh, Super Bowl. Doug Peterson, Super Bowl. Ron Rivera, went to a Super Bowl. Sean McDermott, in my opinion, best coach that hasn't won a Super Bowl. Really good. Now, Joe Judge for the Giants... 0-4, I don't think it's going to get any better. He's got his quarterback situation, um, suspect, injuries, bad team. Just bad, bad team, okay? Um, best player out for the season, Saquon Barkley. Probably his strength coach telling him not to squat. No, I'm just kidding. You know, st- injuries happen. I know. I know they happen. So, uh <clears throat> Anyway, um, NFC East, it's really bad. By the way, they, they're combined going in tomorrow. They're combined three wins. One of the wins was the Eagles against the Redskins, so it wouldn't have mattered who won. They'd still have three wins as a, as a division. So that means they really only have two wins. And one of the wins was because the Cowboys got an onside kick against the Falcons. So really... It could easily be one win outside the division against a Kyle Shanahan Niners team without Jimmy Garoppolo. And Kyle Shanahan lose very – go look at the stats. He loses very often when he does not have Jimmy Garoppolo. That is a really bad division. And I haven't seen anything this bad. In a, like, I, I, I mean, I've been watching football roughly since about 2006. I've been watching football about that long, and I haven't seen anything like this. This is a really bad division. Now, 
I talk about them first because they they make it makes me laugh a lot of the time. Primarily Mike McCarthy make like like that whole situation makes me laugh. But again, I hope Washington wins. My prediction is that the Eagles do win the division. If I had to put money on it, I wish the Cowboys would be better. The Giants are going to be bad as long as long as a Bill Belichick understudy is on a team. I don't think that team's going to be any good. My opinion. Unless you're Brian Flores in Miami, I think he's. I think they're going to be good down the road. But so, gave you a lot of opinions, gave you a lot of thoughts. Hope you enjoy them. This is James Montgomery, and this was primarily pro football talk. <laughs>